Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Life and Couture podcast, where we are cultivating conversations for women on the journey to self-love, self-discovery, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Tara Sherman, and I'm super excited because this episode, I have a very special guest, Miss Tia Mack, who is the owner of Tia Mack Fitness. So welcome, Miss Tia. Thank you so much. I'm so honored. Thank you for having me. No problem. Super excited to have you here. Um, I know you and I really don't know each other that well, but just I follow you a lot on social media and I really just love the positive energy energy that you put out, um, how you are really invested in empowering other women to live healthy lifestyles. So all of that, I was just like, she is perfect to have on this show. <laughs> so... Well. Well, thank you. The feeling is mutual. I feel the same way. I'm always looking at your stuff, your page and your your podcast and everything that you got going on. You are such a positive influence in our community. So I just want to say that I follow you as well, honey. So this is an honor and a, and I'm grateful for the opportunity. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Okay, so um, before we dive into this interview, I always want to give my guest um an opportunity to tell my audience my listeners um more about who they are and what it is that you do all righty well um i am a certified personal trainer i'm also a nurse Um, i've been working as a nurse for the last six years um and in the medical field for the last 14 years actually um but over the last couple of years actually i would say three years I really started taking an interest in just you know diet and exercise I personally lost 60 pounds myself um in between the years of 2016 2017 and I was going through a really rough patch and you know I was going through some depression Mm -hmm. going through a divorce um all of that and I was just completely unhappy with where I was and my you know I had got to 220 pounds it was I was the largest I had ever been I was just completely uncomfortable in my own skin in my own body and so you know I really just with my separation with my divorce I went through a lot of changes mentally and physically and emotionally Mm -hmm. and exercise really became um, you know therapy for me it was just something that I would do when I would I was already trying to reach my goal I had already started exercising and dieting and trying to lose the weight before the separation had occurred and you know my marriage failed but um, I really pushed forward when I was going through the rough patches and that it just became like I said very therapeutic for me so um I use those opportunities to just kind of, I would just work out every day and I would post a selfie and, you know, I was like, you know, did you work out today and things like that. And it kind of grew to the point where everybody watched my, my, my progress and, Mm -hmm. you know, were able to watch my weight loss and just see the evolution from my separation and just the things that I was going through when, you know, when I lost when my marriage failed, it was so much that happened, you know, like I said, spiritually and emotionally that I really dug deep to make it a mission to find out who I was again because I had lost myself and um you know in the process of doing that I just really just kind of began to realize who I was and you know I was just really you know speaking about bringing the queens back and just the women empowerment aspect of it because we as we as women we tend to put ourselves completely last or at not at all on the list of things to do you know we we single moms we are full-time entrepreneurs we work full-time jobs we are wives we have so many things that we do we have so many so many hats that we wear that taking care of us is so often the last thing that we even think about doing and of course as we know the saying goes you cannot pour for an em- from an empty cup mm-hmm. so you know you really just it's, everything that I do is just about really taking the time to put yourself back on the list and making sure that you're taking care of you mind body and spirit so you know my my um my business actually kind of I didn't really choose it it chose me it's not just my business it's my ministry it's my calling um, and people just kind of watch my progress and they just saw, okay, somebody that they know, somebody that's relatable, you know, I'm not an mm-hmm. Instagram model or, or anything like that. And, um, I'm just a regular person that is relatable and they saw my progress and it, then people started to ask me to help them. And it really just kind of evolved from that. And I realized I knew a long time ago that I had a calling with women and working with women, but I just didn't know how it was going to play out and how it was going to manifest itself. So you know, my business has really grown to now, you know, I do 
um, face-to-face training. I do challenges every month. I do virtual training um, through Facebook. I'm working on my website and some other things. I got a whole bunch of stuff going on, and I just, uh, you know, I've got some things. I'm working with some teenage girls and just kind of also giving back to our community and just really pouring into as many women as I can and just helping them reach their goals mentally and physically and emotionally as well as, as well as spiritually. You know, mindfulness is just as, as important as working out. You got to make sure that you're in tune with who you are. So it's really grown into something way bigger than me. Girl, you know what? I just want to just clap. That is beautiful. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what to say because it's like, you know how like, like I follow you and I know a lot of, about, you know, as far as like what you post, but just as far as like your, your story, I didn't know, you know, like so many different components went into it and that you're doing so much. And so, girl, I just really applaud you because um, like I myself, I've been through a divorce as well. So I know it's really... It really changes you. Mm-hmm. From Absolutely. <laughs> Girl, Girl. <listen. laughs> it really changes you. And so um, I know you spoke about that you kind of got started in the gym um, prior to your separation, right? So what was like that deciding factor when you like, I'm really going to take this serious. Like, I'm really, like, I really got to do this for me. Like, can you remember that exact moment? Oh, yes. Can you, can you share? I remember. Yes, absolutely. I remember. First of all, I remember taking. I would. I, I've always been like a photo freak since I was a baby. My mama has always had a, a camera in my face, and so I remember just looking at some of my pictures and taking selfies. And I had a double chin, and I was like, "Oh my god, I hated what I saw." And my thighs rubbed together, and you know, my <laughs> stomach was hanging over my jeans. I couldn't. You know, it was it was awful. But I really remember I was working out, and I was. Um, you know, I was coming home, I was doing different videos, I was just kind of doing different research, I was making sure I would come straight home, do my workouts and things like that, but the really, the thing for me was, I remember I, we were, my, me and my ex-husband, we were in Chicago, and we were looking for something for me to wear, because we were going out to dinner, you know, it was supposed to be this nice romantic weekend, all this other mess, and so, we went, ended up at Forever 21, because, you know, I was, of course, I was much larger than I had ever been. I was bigger than I was even when I went into labor with both of my kids. So I was completely out of my comfort zone. Yeah, it was, and nobody thought I was fat because I'm tall in the way my body is proportioned, but I was 220 of those pounds and I did not appreciate none of them. So (laughs) I remember we were in the store and I was looking for something to wear and he turned to me and said, I do not appreciate the fact. He was like, no, he was like, you know what? We're going to have to work out a little bit. You're going to have to work out a little bit harder because I don't appreciate the fact that we in plus sex, a plus size section. Ooh. And girl, my heart was just like, oh, that is terrible. What? And I had already started working out before that. And so just that it was, it was really that alone. It, it wasn't the fact that he felt some type of way. It was the fact that how dare you talk to me like this? I, you got me bent. And now, you know, I'm just going to throw that out there. I ain't in the plus size section no more. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So <laughs> <laughs> that really, that really spoke to me because it, 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 it spoke to not only his insecurity with me, but it spoke to my own insecurities and the fact that I wasn't happy with who I was. Right. So it really didn't matter what he saw, what he thought, the fact that I wasn't happy and it, it, that the way that 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 whole comment just completely broke me down, girl. I was just like, oh yeah, no, um, you got me bent, and it just went from there, you know. <laughs> I just took off. <laughs> girl, I can only imagine, and then it's like crazy because I mean we're women, so we do have those moments where we do have those insecurities. It's like, oh, I don't look like this, or yeah, you know. And so to we have, have right, and so to have like a significant other make a comment like that to you, like. That's horrible. You, but I speak on it because yeah. I like to, you know, if, first of all, I know that nothing that we go through is for ourselves. It's always for somebody else. So I'm very open with my mm-hmm. story. And I know that there's a lot of women that silently suffer from, you know, just insecurities, not only with significant others and just, you know, different type of, you know, um, tearing women down and just saying different things. That, mm-hmm. That's a form of abuse in itself, too. And so we deal with so many things and there's so many components that play a role in overeating and, you know, ob- obesity and things like that. 
It's not just, oh, you like to eat. It's, oh, you're an emotional eater. Oh, you're depressed. Yeah. Or, oh, you're, you know, you have low self-esteem. Or, oh, you've never been educated on what healthy eating is like because, you know, everyone in your family is overweight. And I really want to just bring light to all of those things because there's so many factors that play a role in it. And it's also, you know, the more that I do this as a trainer, I learn there's the, all those factors that play a role into the, the, the problem. Yeah. All of those factors also play a role into the solution as well. So, you know, you have to be able to peel apart all of those layers when you're dealing with people because you're, I'm dealing with women. So I'm dealing with women that are going through divorces mm-hmm. that are going through separations that have been overeating all of their lives because no one has taught them. And, you know, also having my nursing background, I'm able to look at things differently than just an average trainer. But, you know, you have to be a certain type of compassionate in order to deal with weight loss and just dealing with, especially weight loss with women, because there's so many things that play a role. So I'm, I'm, I have no problem sharing as much as my, mm-hmm. uh, my story as needed to help somebody else because we, we suffer in, in silence so often and there's somebody else that's gone through or has gone through the same thing that you've gone through. Girl, and that is, that is a fact. And that's really even the reason I even started this podcast. Um, when I first started, it was to go hand in hand with the, with the book that I launched. And uh-huh. the purpose of the book was to encourage women to share their stories because we do suffer in silence. We do suffer in isolation and we don't feel like we have a resource. And so I'm really happy that you are sharing today so that others who listen will know that you are a good resource for this. Uh, and I can even speak for myself because I've had like a, fluc- a fluctuating weight journey over uh-huh. the past, I want to say three or four years. So I found out I had polycystic ovary syndrome. And it's just kind of like, okay, so I got to change my diet. I got to work out. I got to do all this stuff that I never had to do before because right. I was always the same size mm-hmm. forever. So, <laughs> and so me yeah. even wanting to, me even trying to get into the gym because I had moved to Dallas and, you know, Dallas is hot. So you wearing less mm-hmm. clothes down there. So you notice the weight gain more because you right. wear less clothes. Right. And I even, I felt like I remember my first day going into a gym, how insecure I felt. And I'm like, people looking at me, are they laughing? Because I don't really know what this machine for. Am I not doing this right? Right, And so to have you as a resource and it's like, okay, this is a safe space to handle all those insecurities and to make sure you feel comfortable and to not only work out with you, but to teach you so that you know how to do it too on your own. So I think that's amazing. I absolutely think that's amazing. Thank you. And yeah, that is my target. All of my, you know, my, with, even with my virtual training and the challenges that I do, everything that I do is geared towards a woman that doesn't necessarily have the money or the time or the resources to be able to make it to a gym. So everything can be done at home on your own time, um, you know, in your own space. And, and I make sure that I'm, you know, I post different videos, just motivational support, coaching, accountability, and just think different things like that. Because, and it's, you know, I'm actually, this is so dope because tomorrow I'm coming up on a one year anniversary of Yay! my virtual training yeah so i'm super excited about that i don't know why i don't have something dope planned for that but you know some of these women that have been in this group with me have been with me from day one and you know just for them to know that it's it's not an overnight thing so it's nothing it's nothing that you i don't do you know get skinny quick fads and and and, you know little diets (laughs) and things like that and you know i promise you you can lose 20 pounds in two weeks that's not that's not me (laughs) i don't offer that because you know realistically as a trainer and also as a nurse like you said you suffer from PCOS I'm a women's health nurse so I deal with you know dealing with women and having the the issues of the thyroid and the hormonal imbalances and just the things that make up you know our our own body chemistry that we don't even realize that are affecting our weight and I mm-hmm. try to deal with all of those different things and you know I think I believe God has blessed me even in my nursing to be able to flow into what he's called for me to do with these women because like I said I touch and deal with so many different women from all over you know with the training they're able to train whenever wherever so I've got people from Colorado and and Chicago and you know things like that and it's so gratifying to watch their progress and just to see their you know their progress pics and just them you know going from their first picture where they're feeling sad and down and you can see it in their face to you know that you see the little weight loss in the stomach start to flatten and the booty start to lift and okay. the, the facial expressions start to change a little bit it's like yeah okay, i know that's yeah. the moment you live for it like because that is such a hype moment okay listen it is that's why i make them all take 
pictures and do their measurements and everything because it's like when you when you you might not feel it you might not see it every day but when you actually look at that picture and you can see okay you know my face is starting to slim out or you know my arm is not as big it's just like okay this is really working it's it motivates you to keep going mm-hmm. and I'm like sitting over there like the biggest cheerleader like yes oh my god go queen go correct <laughs> I never get that first before and after picture because it's like you really can't tell that you lose it and wait until you right. see it. Yes. So that, that that's the, the, the real highlight for me. And just, you know, I make sure that I'm very, very in tune with each of the women that I deal with because each one of them is different and each one of them needs something different from me. So, you know, like I said, even just in – and I have to remind myself of – you know, being mindful and just restoring my peace and just staying centered and make sure I'm staying prayerful because I know that this is so much bigger than me, just like with you. I'm sure, you know, you have so many women that are following you, so many people that you want to make sure you're leading them in the right direction. So you have to stay in tune mm-hmm. and, and true to what you're preaching to these women. And so, you know, you're, you're speaking on being a queen and all of that. And you develop this following of people that are watching you. And it's like, okay, that now you hold me accountable. Yes, those are true. When people speak about accountability partners, I always say I'm like, because it's it's so many people who they pay attention to you. They not they don't necessarily say anything right away. Right. And so mm-hmm. I learned that it's like, um, especially like when first getting started, I'm like, oh, I can do this, and nobody will know. It's like, no, somebody is always watching. Always and so, watching. And so you do have to, you gotta practice what you preach, and that's the most important thing about being um being an advocate for women empowerment because it's not necessarily it's not necessarily being perfect but it's being authentic like if this is who i'm showing you that i am then this is really who i am in real life you know um and we get so caught up in um feeling like we have to like especially i feel like when everyone first gets started it's like oh you feel like you gotta take on a different persona to get clients or to make an impact and then you realize like god has given me this gift me so that right. mean I need to be me to execute it the way that he that he predestined for me to execute it. Like nobody else gonna be able exactly. to do this except me. So exactly, definitely, definitely. So let's talk about um you getting started as a business. So I know you. So you're working out. You're seeing results. At what point did you realize like okay, this is something that I can transition over into an actual business? Well, it really. I I honestly cannot take. Um, full credit for that because it's not something that I really even thought of and I like I said I'm not the most religious person but I'm definitely spiritual and I was literally sitting at my job and um, one of my co-workers had made this little pick art clip art from you know just the computer and it said Tia Tia Mag personal trainer and I was like haha you know laughing like yeah girl maybe one day woo woo I wasn't paying no attention to it she had made it for me a long time ago and then I, <laughs> and I'm sitting at my desk one day and I pulled it out of my desk and I looked at it and I was like I had like that aha moment where, you know, that like the light bulb just kind uh-huh. of <laughs> flickers and it's like, ding. <laughs> and I really was just like, I looked at it and I was like, oh my God. And I was like, oh my God, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be a wellness coach. I'm supposed to be a personal trainer. And I looked into it and I started to really, from that moment on, I looked into it and I, hold on one second. Stop. I'm sorry. I have children here. <laughs> I, looked into it. I looked into it. And, um, online and I looked into what it would actually take for me to actually do that. And so some of the things, some of the components of it that for, even just for a well, at first I was looking into a wellness coach. And then when I really looked into it, I was, I saw that there was a portion of it. Like I only had to do a small portion of it because I was already a nurse. And so I was just like, wow, okay, this makes sense. You know, because I was getting, you know, I love being a nurse and, you know, I work in a, I work in a women's health office or you're four year old gynecologist. So we deal with all types of women issues. Um, So that's like, Yes. And so I I actually was working with him, with the doctor that I work for. He had a medically managed weight loss clinic. So I was dealing with his patients every week and I was doing their measurements and giving their supplements and doing their counseling and things like that. And so me with with that, I was doing my own weight loss journey. And I was just like, okay, this makes sense. I need to incorporate this into my life. People are asking me, people were saying, I need a workout partner. And I realized, okay, they don't need a workout partner. They need guidance. They need a coach. They need somebody to teach them. And it was just kind of like, okay, well, why not me? 
Right. So I mean, it was right. just like it only makes sense, you know. So even before, you know, I started working out, I had a couple of women that reached out to me that I was close friends with. Was just like, you know, I need you to train me, and I'm like, I'm really not a trainer. And they were just like, I, I need your help. You gotta do you to something. Do whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, they were like, I need you to do whatever it is that you did to lose the weight that you lost, and I need you. And so they, you know, entrusted me with that responsibility and I started doing it and I started to really they were getting results and I was just like okay this is awesome like and I just really had this um, immense amount of joy when I was training them and just being in their you know their presence and just being able to make it and I'm working out and making up the making up the workouts for them and you know I'm at work and I'm sitting there and then I'm like okay this combination of exercises will be good and this works this this and that and I'm waking up out of my sleep like okay I'm gonna have them do burpees with this 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 and that and it's like okay this is really growing into something big and so it's just really from that just snowballed into more people kind of gain recognition then I started to do um, challenges on Facebook I started with like a squat challenge and then I did a burpee challenge and it took off from there and people were paying attention to it and I was just like okay all right let me you know let me see okay let me see what I can do with this and it like I'm saying it literally chose me like everything from there once I had that aha moment and I realized what God was doing Mm -hmm. like I started having people reach out to me and just blessing me in different ways I have you know my whole my home gym is is full of equipment that was gifted to me and you know just different opportunities I won two awards I won the community wellness award I wanted you know a community star award and I'm like how is all of this happening I'm just helping people work out like I'm just working out and I I, it took a while for me to realize that it was something that was really legitimately a business that had just burped so once I realized that you know I was really actually doing it Mm -hmm. then I started to put the legwork into making sure so I went in you know I went in and invested the money to get my certification so that I could be legit you know um just looking into different business strategies and just starting to operate as a business and recognizing, okay, this is what this is. I don't even really know where TMAC Fitness came from, you know, where the name came from. It literally everything just kind of happened so organically and it realized, and I think there's just this thing that happens when you recognize your purpose. Yes. Um, it's, I, for so long I was searching for it and I knew, you know, that I had a calling with women, like I said before, but I thought it was like in ministry inside the church, inside the pulpit, you know, things like that, because like I said, I'm very spiritual. And then God spoke to me and he was just saying, you know, you are the church. You, your ministry is different. Your ministry is not going to look like anybody else's, but that doesn't make it not yours. Your ministry, I'm calling you to help these women because inevitably I've had so many people say you've saved my life and things like that. And it's like, no, I, I, I didn't do that. You know, I'm just, I just gave you some workouts, but you have to really, recognize the bigger picture and recognize that these these women are entrusting me with their life their health their you know their most prized possession their trust you know because you know everything is confidential and i've just i've I've worked very hard to protect the my brand and my business and making sure that each woman that i deal with knows that it's from a place of love knows that you know i'm there to support them knows that i'm there every step of the way you know i really pour everything that i have into my training and just the, you know, my virtual training, the women that I deal with face to face and just the women that God has called to me in general. Some, I have so many women that have never even worked out with me that still, you know, have, have started to follow me and to support the, the, the vision and the brand and the movement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just literally birthed out of recognizing, okay, this is what my purpose is. My ministry is not necessarily trying to get anybody to, <clears throat> I'm not on the streets telling everybody to go to church, but I'm speaking to women and helping them take care of their temple, right. you know, the, the body that God gave them and just being mindful and just actually loving themselves. And in turn, with all, with all of that, you begin to love everybody else better. You know, when you have peace and when you have, you know, a better sense of who mm, you are, you're that. able to give more <laughs> to everybody else. Yeah, it's important. It's so, it's so important. And I've been, I've recognized that just this whole evolution of, you know, I really do feel like the, the whole caterpillar to butterfly thing, you know, evolution for women is so real because mm-hmm. you go from different situations. And when you really sit back and look at where you were to where you are now, you know, it's just, girl, uh, don't get me started because I'll, I'll testify on this phone here. <laughs> Listen, because look, I be, and even now, I'm like, some days I just catch myself 
you just stop and you reflect and you think about where you are and it's just like yes you just be so grateful girl just be like listen i understand because it'd be plenty of times i'll be ready to shout like <laughs> yes when you think about this the darkness and you know even just look i was i was speaking with with my with my boyfriend the other day just about where i was you know mentally and emotionally and just looking back and not even knowing then that i was depressed and not yeah. even knowing i was in a dark place then i was just operating out of having to do what i was supposed to do at that time mm-hmm. and not even noticing it to now looking at where i am now and where god has brought me and just you know just speaking and manifesting and believing and knowing that i deserve great and i deserve better and i deserve more and uh, you know helping to have all these other women to feel that and just to be a light sometimes it's just the light part in their day i might not be able to save everybody's life i might not be able to reach every woman but just for them to say hey you know what that post that you posted on facebook really spoke to me thank you i really needed that Mm -hmm. you just never know who you're affecting so i just try to make sure I'm putting out as much positivity as I can and just, you know, letting people know you. I'm telling you, I was in such a dark place, girl, yes. to, just to, to be able to come from that. And for me to be just here from the east side of South Bend, if I can do it, if, if God can bless me and, and I can be able to attract and attain these things in my life, I want you to know that you can do it too because I'm nobody special. You know, mm-hmm. I'm nobody special. Girl, that is so powerful and... I know I've already said this, but like, seriously, I want to say thank you on behalf of everybody that you have inspired and motivated and touched for sharing your story. Because one, it's really not an easy thing to do, no matter what. Um, And so I know a lot of people see it and it's like, oh, okay, like, you know, especially people who haven't necessarily, they can't really identify with your specific experiences. But I understand that when you are sharing a story, And when you are moving out of a dark place, it can be difficult to share. And I know um, a lot of people are just like, okay, I'm over it now. That's old, whatever. And they just move on about their life. But these kind of situations are constantly reoccurring in other women's lives. And so that's why it's important that we share because if we keep it to ourselves, everybody just keeps their stories to themselves. Then we just stay on this hamster wheel of going through things that we don't necessarily have to go through or going through things by ourselves and getting right. to our lowest point. We didn't have to go that far because we had a sister to say, okay, sis, I got you. Like, this is something yes. that I that I can identify with. And that is really what I am super big on. And so um, I'm an advocate for really sharing your story. Like, it's not about bashing other people. It's not even about bringing other people into it, but it's really just about sharing with my sister. Like, okay, I this is what I dealt with. And this uh-huh. is how you get through it because we need that because exactly because even like think about you know a dark moment for you and when I when I sit and I reflect on all of my dark moments, um, I got there by not knowing stories from other people and then when I ended up climbing out it was it was partially because of other women pouring into me and sharing their stories and I was able to see okay um, this will work for me as opposed to no I don't I don't want to be this way I don't want to continue on in this direction. I want to do something different with my life. I want, you know, and so that's what stories, that's what they offer people. They offer them a choice. Right. So, um, like I said, I commend you for that. If nobody told you, thank you. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. (laughs) No problem. Like I said, I I have, I, I have no other choice. Even, you know, and it's funny because people are always like, take your L's in silence and, you know, don't share and, and, and don't don't be too happy and don't be too... Uh, oh, that I, don't I be too happy thing, oh, girl. It's like, girl, baby, you better be grateful. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy as, as happy as I'm going to be and I'm going to share it and I don't care if you don't, if you get sick of it, you're going to have to unfollow me because I'm celebrating every opportunity I can because y'all don't know what it took for me to get here, honey. I'm And I'm celebrating with every sister, every person that I see has any reason to celebrate because it's so many things that we deal with and it's so much Mm -hmm. even just from our childhood that we have there's so many layers that we have to deal with and just peel back and we don't realize how things play a role in our relationships and in the way that we do things on our day-to-day basis and so like you said it's it's not about oversharing or or about telling your business or about anything like that it's about letting somebody else know oh I'm going through this and yeah I know I'm posting I'm happy but guess what I have bad days too I'm just not gonna quit you know guess what um yeah I know it looks like I got it all together but check this out uh my baby daddy acting stupid and my son getting on my nerves and my car (laughs) wouldn't start you know all of those things you 
right. you, we're all real we're human and we all have different things that we go through good and bad mm-hmm. that other people can learn from so i i have no problem you know, and it, and there's a price that you pay with oversharing because then you know you run the risk of people getting in your business and, right. and people hating and people making up stuff. But guess what? I'm not worried about none of that. You can't curse what God is blessed, and I know that exactly. everything that I do, I try to do because I know that there's somebody else that can be affected or can learn or can benefit from whatever it is that I've gone through. So. Yeah, girl, we we have to we have to share our stories, especially as sisters, because like I said, we we have been trained, especially as black women to suffer silently, to just stand up straight and put your head up and just deal with it. This is what you got to deal with. And that's not the case. You're not alone. You know, you don't have to be strong all the time. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have it together all the time. It's okay to not be okay, and know that you have a sister out there that has gone through or is going through some of the same things that you're going through. Then, and we need more of that. And it's so hard in our community because we are so trained to tear each other down Mm. as opposed to help build each other up that it's hard to trust another another woman especially another black woman it's Mm -hmm. hard to trust that you know she has your best interest at heart so you know that's why i take it very seriously you know you're saying thank you but i really take it so seriously because i know that there is a, a fragile state in the in the black the black women community as far as trusting other women yes. with your heart with your story with your life with your you know with your situations with your finances you know you want to support black businesses and things like that but it's hard for us to trust each other because we've been designed and we've been trained to tear each other apart and so that is why i'm very purposeful in uplifting other black women and other black businesses and you know i support everyone this is not anti-white this i'm just pro-black so right let me right you know, no, listen you don't I'm gotta just, explain that i understand <laughs> you know so I, i'm very purposeful in doing you know and in, in making sure when i'm out and about that i compliment another black woman and it's so crazy because i i'm I'm telling you, girl, we went, I went to Chris Brown concert in, um, July and I made a point, me and my best friend, we made a point to compliment every single black girl that we could. And it was so sad because we don't even know how to take a compliment from each other. That's true. We're so, we, you you know, they're like, oh, mm." you know, faces turned up and it's just like, no, you, you look beautiful. I like the color of your hair or something like that. And we're so trained to 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 take to be stank that we don't even know how to take a compliment from each other. So I make sure that I'm purposeful in you know I'm very intentional in sharing other other people's <laughs> stuff. Yeah, you know, and making sure I'm 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 supporting my my sisters and just you know the the queens and all of that. Just supporting each other because I I know that if people see me do it, they're more inclined to do it. You have to lead by example. So I, I make sure that I intentionally do things and just you know stay in the position to and and go to different events and things like that because i have to practice what i preach and i really believe that we're so much stronger together that's true and i want to address um three different points that you made when you were speaking um the first is how we're always trained to be so strong i remember people telling me like you're strong i used to take that as a compliment and it is a plus but there is a such thing as being too strong because yes Something that I really want to express to black women is that you can't do everything by yourself. You're not, and you shouldn't be expected to hold the weight of the world on your shoulders. Nobody should expect that from you. Um, The second thing is, I probably lost my train of thought. (laughs) Is, um, okay, so when you say, um, like, women, like, we really can't take compliments. Like, I went to, um, I went to this workshop. It was like a TJ Maxx sponsor workshop. And it's like, uh-huh. we did this exercise. So, if um, you know, if you're having a class or something, I think this would be a good exercise for you to try. Where it's like, we had to sit, like, with our knees touching another woman. Uh-huh. And one, that's awkward for me, right? So, because uh-huh. I'm really not a touchy person. So, like, right. So, because I'm not going to lie, I can be a, a bit standoffish, but I'm really an introvert, too. So, uh, I don't want people to confuse that with me being stank, because it's not. I'm just an introvert. Right. I'm the same way. I'm exactly the same way. <laughs> so, like... So it's like knee to knee and then we literally, so we took turns. One person had to like, I think it was like 30 seconds or a minute, had to give compliments about this person. So it's somebody, a complete stranger, never met before. And the only thing that I could say in return was thank you. Mm. But as simple as that sounds, 
it, it's difficult because we say, oh, I like your dress. And you hear somebody say, oh, I just, this thing, I just got this from, it's like everybody wants to down, they either downplay the compliment or they turn their noses up at the compliment. Right. Yes. And so that's, that was a good one. And then the third thing was, let me think, I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought, girl. Um, <laughs> dang it. What was it? Um, compliments okay i might have to skip it because i just i completely drew a blank because we was talking about so much oh about the trusting women thing okay so i got it and so i was even guilty of that because i was so like head first into like this woman empowerment thing i was guilty of that for a long time it's like um because you know when you jump in head first and you don't really set boundaries it's like it's good to be involved in women empowerment but you still have to like set boundaries as a person yes. And so yep. I didn't have that understanding when I jumped into it. I jumped into it at a young age, um, started a mentoring program at 19. So 19, 20, 21. So all, all extremely early ages, I would say. Um, and I didn't really have a true understanding. So it came to a point where it's like, I don't want no friends. I don't, <laughs> mm -hmm. right. I don't want nobody around me. And then even it got so like, even when I moved to, Atlanta, I, I was in this space of like healing. I'm lying. I moved to Dallas before I moved to Atlanta, but I was in this space of healing. And it's like, okay, because when I was in Dallas, when I say I met some of the best people in the world when I was in Dallas, like still to this day. And so, I, so you know, being in that space and then coming to Atlanta, I'm like, okay, I'm in a space where I can make friends and I can do this and I can do that. And then okay. history kind of sort of repeats itself. And it's like, and I know that that's a trick of the enemy. Cause it's like, look, you're going to keep staying on this hamster wheel until you learn the lesson that you're supposed to learn. So the right. lesson is not supposed to teach you that you can't trust other women. The lesson is supposed to teach you that you need to set boundaries and you need to reaffirm yourself. And you need to assert yourself as far as right. what you want in a friendship, what, what's fitting and be honest about what fits you as opposed to what doesn't fit you because you can empower women and you can still say this person is not for me personally yes. for my circle. Come on, honey. And yes, so girl. I had to learn that though. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Cause like, you know, you want to give so much of yourself. And then like, even with like my business, so I have a consulting business. So my job is to answer people's questions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. that's a concept that a lot of people don't understand. So, um, social media has made us like easily accessible so i get like 50 million questions yes. via instagram and facebook and you should see this like if i redirect somebody to my website you should see like the hostility behind me trying yeah to people redirect. don't want that they want you to answer their question in their inbox right now like i want it right now like i'm not trying to pay you for nothing like i got a whole program to run behind this because the thing is i answer one question you're gonna have another question and another question uh -huh. and another question because that one question don't don't answer all your problems. And so that's right. why I designed a program. I saw a need. I designed a program around answering your questions. But that's something that's something different. So I really just want to address like the trusting other women thing because that can be a challenge. And I think right. where we start is we start by being a woman that other women can trust. Yes. And so it's like I'm in this space of and a lot of people didn't understand it. And I didn't really understand it like when I was younger, cause like I fought a lot, I was kind of aggressive. So uh -huh. people like, oh, you letting that slide? Like they were shocked. Like, oh, you letting that slide? Like, uh -huh. like, <laughs> well, you know, I don't feel like I have to do anything to this person. And it really wasn't making sense. If, I, if I'm a hundred percent honest, it wasn't making sense to me back then, but I just uh -huh. felt in my heart that that was right. Right. And so I get I got in this space where, you know, I let a lot of things slide and I was really understanding about a lot of stuff. And it's just like and I didn't understand it back then. And so now I get it to where it's like you can be that way, but still set your boundaries. That's what's important. Right. So. And boundaries are so important. I'm definitely, you know, I've been learning that, especially with business. You know, like you said, you. You want to give your all, you want to give pour your heart into it, but you have to draw a line because mm -hmm. unfortunately there are so many people that will take advantage of your kindness, you know, and, and take your kindness for weakness and, and also just overstep those boundaries so, so 
deliberately that you have to make sure that you're in, in every relationship in every situation you're setting your boundaries and saying okay you know what I know my worth I ain't, you, I'm not going right. for this I'm not standing for this and, it, and in order to run a business successfully you have to do that you can't you know as a giver you, you know you want to give you want to give people help you want to help them you know you want to nurture them but that ain't paying no bills neither <laughs> True. We here to help. You gotta but... make sure. Yeah, you you gotta help, but you also gotta make sure that you're protecting not only your peace, you know, your sanctity, but you also have to protect your brand as well because you want to make sure that you're giving, of mm-hmm. uh, you know, giving to the right at the right times at the right places. But you also want to make sure that you are are um, taking care of what you have to take care of on the home front too. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. You know, even like you said, people want all these answers right then and there, but you have a family, you have, you know, we have children, we have lives, we have, we have things going on. We can't always answer those inboxes immediately. And, and with, you know, four paragraphs as to why, you know, what you should do to work out and what you got to do to lose weight. You need to join my challenge. That's what you need to do. Like if I I answer your question via, Facebook Messenger, I'm cheating the, the paying clients that are paying for this information. Right, and it's just exactly. it's just an unfair thing. And then like it's just so funny because I I feel like I'm like such a genuine, authentic person. So it's like, um, anytime I meet someone or speak with someone, I always try to make it as genuine and, and as authentic and transparent as possible. Right. And so, um <laughs> my sister, she's also my business partner for some of my um, projects that I'm working on, but she's always like, you can do business with people without being their friends. You know this, right? Like, <laughs> and that is her <laughs> biggest thing. And she used to say this and I didn't understand it. And I'm like, and it always goes south because it's like, I'm so friendly. So if I consider you a friend, I kind of, kind of, well, back then, go, yeah, go above, above and, beyond. and beyond, right? Outside right. of the scope of work right. and our contract. Right, right. <laughs> 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 And so I didn't understand that. And so that's why I really just want to stress boundaries. Um, yes. And this is going to lead me into my next question for you, right? So um, you're a personal trainer. Um, you really like, you you are really like a life coach, honestly. <laughs> but you pour, you pour so much into like your clients. You pour so much into what it is that you do and into the lives of other people. So what are some things that you do to recharge yourself and to stay motivated? Because I know, like you said earlier, um, you can't pour from an empty cup. So what are some things you do to refill? Oh my goodness. I knew you were going to ask me that. I'm (laughs) terrible at this question. (laughs) It's important though. (laughs) I know. I know. Well, I, I make sure that I do exercise. Um, I make sure that I keep that on, on, you know, I try to stay on track with that. I have, you know, recently been trying to get back on track as far as that goes, because I had so many things that I had a lot of things that happened, a lot of life changes that happened really quickly. So it kind of threw me off and I got so distracted making sure everybody else was working out and doing what they needed to do that I wasn't so, so focused on myself. So I really am going to be honest and let you know that I did have to completely hit like a reset recharge, you know, get yourself together because you, you, you know, you're depleted. Mm -hmm. Um, spot about a couple months ago um you know so for for me I definitely exercise that is always going to be one of the best stress relievers and and you know just coping mechanisms um I've been making sure that I've been writing more you know that's I've been really lately I have been focused on making sure I'm able to incorporate all of my passions into my lifestyle. I love to dance. I've always loved to dance. I love to, you know, write. Um, I love to cook. You know, I love, you know, spending time with my family and things like that. So cooking is definitely one thing that is very therapeutic for me. Um, I've been reading more. I've been making sure, you know, one of my goals is to read a book a month to make sure, you know, I'm just taking the time out to invest in myself so that I can be a better woman, better entrepreneur, better mother, better, you know, a wife in 2019. I'm speak that. Amen. Um, with you. <laughs> got you. I got you, sis. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, and just making sure I'm very intentional. Um, I did recently start, you know, just going into more and learning more about meditation and just mindfulness that has been very very key for me um and just kind of toning down some of the anxiety and just the the thoughts you know we 
especially us Capricorns, we always have so much stuff going through our mm-hmm. mind, a million and one ideas. We never stop moving. We never stop going. We never stop thinking. And so, you know, um, I've been trying to redirect that and try to compartmentalize that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just between the exercising, the meditating, um, cooking, reading, writing, and just really just I've been making sure that I'm very present with my with my family as well I've been getting a lot of um a lot of peace and a lot of you know fulfillment in that my sons my boys are are growing up on me I've got a teenager and my 14 year old and my seven year old and mm-hmm. you know I have a bonus baby she's two so you know she's with us every other month and just kind of making sure that I'm doing what I need to do for my family on the home front because if I fail as a mother if I fail as a wife and things like that then I, none of this other stuff really matters you know mm-hmm. my kids are number one so you know just really taking the time to be present with my family and my loved ones and just making sure every moment that we have together is memorable and that's that's really it. I'm not I'm not picky. If I had a if I had the opportunity to be on to be on a beach regularly, that would really give me great joy. <laughs> traveling, <laughs> you know, I've been making sure I've been doing a lot more traveling. I've been I've, the last year I traveled more within the last year than I had in the last eight years, and that has been so fulfilling. Just trying to see new things, trying something new every month. You know, just really just stepping outside of my own personal comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And just challenging myself because I know that my, you know, my next level is going to be so much bigger and greater. And just trying to prepare myself for each level is really, really been exciting too. And just writing my goals and making sure I'm, you know, you got to write the vision and make it plain. And just, you know, positive affirmations and just really trying to stay positive and just kind of really see things the way I want them to be. And try to figure out how to make it happen and come from my mind, from the paper to reality. Oh, that's that's, <laughs> that's been good. quite the task. <laughs> that's good. Okay, so I know this question can probably you can probably answer this next question a million different ways. So just give us like the short version. What are some things that extremely busy busy women can do to stay healthy? Like, um, for example, I'm kind of guilty. I do have a gym membership. It's paid for faithfully every month. Um, uh-huh. I don't necessarily have the time that I would I wish I had to be uh-huh. in the gym more to dedicate more to my healthy lifestyle. So what are some like what are some like small tweaks that busy women can make in their lives to essentially um, live healthier lifestyles? First of all, we definitely have to put ourselves on a calendar. We simply put so many things on a calendar on our to-do list of things to do. We never put ourselves on that. So uh you know, I'm definitely an advocate for writing yourself and penciling in your time. You have to make time for your workouts. But if you're not able to, because I do understand, you know, some women are working 12-hour days and they have kids and they have, you know, families and things like that. So even if it's just cutting out pop and making sure you're just drinking just water or, you know, cutting out your sweets, taking out the carbs, things like that, you can make different small changes, you know, if you're addicted. Like I said, soda, there's so many calories in soda. It's terrible for you. If you take that out and replace that with water, that's one thing if you instead of taking the elevator take the stairs and just trying to find it on your lunch hour if you got an hour lunch to take 30 minutes and take a walk on your hour lunch then get you a salad you know things like that it's, mm-hmm. it's very small things that you can do to try to incorporate healthier lifestyle you know into your life even if it's not so much as taking 45 minutes or an hour out of your day to go to the gym but just being mindful being mindful of things that you put in your mouth you know potatoes carbs the white carbs white Ooh, potatoes white I love bread, potatoes white i know they're <laughs> terrible for you oh don't you take know? them <laughs> I love but potatoes. But even if it's an 80-20, you know, and I'm not, I'm not wanting to make my clients or make any, or to advocate for anybody to take something out of their life that they're not going to be able to continue to do for the rest of their life. So even if it's just following the 80-20 rule, eating healthy 80% of the time and then just having your snacks and your indulgent things 20% of the time. So, you know, if you're eating your salads and your lean veggies, I mean, your lean proteins and your veggies Monday through Friday, and, you know, then, you know, on the weekend, you can indulge a little bit and just, you know, don't go overboard but make sure that 
you're incorporating some of the things that you know that you're not going to ever stop eating, you know, and it's just about making the baby steps and, and, and taking those little things that you can do and doing them well. You can make, you can walk around in your living room during your commercial breaks. If you know you're a couch potato, couch potato and you like watching TV, okay, you're watching TV when the commercials go on, get up and do some leg lifts or do some crunches or do some push-ups or do some squats. Just get up and get moving and that will start to spark something inside of you that'll want to be healthy for most for most people some people it won't but you know you got to really want to do it and it's a mind over matter thing if you're not mentally ready to do it it doesn't matter what you do who pays for it who buys it for you who pushes you know you can have a husband that or you can have a friend that donates a thousand dollars worth of equipment and you get all the new workout clothes and all of that and they buy all your food and prep it for you and if you don't want to do it it still is not going to matter so you have to know and make up in your mind that you want to take control of your life because you deserve better than the state that you're in and you deserve to have a long and healthy life and you deserve to be able to run with your kids and your grandkids and things like that you have to really mentally want to do it in order for you to make any changes that's good that's good because i mean for myself i I do try to live a pretty healthy lifestyle but i just know it can get kind of tight trying to squeeze Uh in gym workouts so that's why i asked that question um and so in closing i just want to say again thank you so much for joining you have dropped some some really good gems so i'm really excited i can't wait till this airs um so before we go though i really can you just share with the audience kind of where they can get plugged into you where they can follow you where they can find you on social media all that good stuff absolutely Yes, I'm on Facebook, and my page is TMAC Fitness. You can search TMAC Fitness and find me on Facebook. I'm all over the place. I'm, I'm all over everybody's timeline. I know they, <laughs> they hate it, and I ain't stopping. Um, on Instagram, I am Tia underscore Mac underscore Fitness. Um, and I, I, I need to get back. I need to get more into my Instagram, so I've been making sure that I'm posting more on my Instagram, but I do a lot of posting on Facebook. But, yes, you can follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, and I'm not too hard to find. Like I said, I'm all over the place. I'm all over your timeline. So go ahead and hit that like and and share and join the next challenge. I got a new challenge coming out. Snatched by Mac. I'm trying to get these ladies. Am I going to get 250 plus women fine and fit and healthy for summer? Come see me. I got you. I got the recipe. Come holler at me. (laughs) And she does. So I'm going to link all of her information in the episode notes so y'all can check her out because... The girl is good, okay? I'm trying to get snatched, too, so. Yes, come on, girl. Come on. Let me fix your life. <laughs> so, so thank you once again, T. It's, it's truly, truly, truly been a, ple- been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to meeting you in person and being able to do more boss queenie things in the future. Yes, 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 yes. And to those of you who are listening, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Life and Couture podcast. And until next time.